Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG, where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Last time on Curse of Strahd, with the loss of Xeros and Ziki, the haggard and desperate heroes flee into the woods, hoping to evade the attention of Strahd's minions. Rose attempts to lead them back to the Wizard of Wines, but something is angry and the mists of Barovia conspire against her, leading her astray as the sound of large leathery wings above the canopy begin to search for them. When all seems lost, the very earth and trees seem to stir and hide them from notice as a trail of glowing insects and cleared earth lead them into a swamp where they see dozens of half-buried corpses of adventurers just like themselves. From this pile of bodies, a tiefling rises up and appears to split in two, a rampant fungus-like growth creating body parts for it to become two creatures that introduce themselves as the Maya. Jesper, rightly afeard of the creatures and its ominous and vague messages, draws the sunsword and attacks. One of the Mayas sends spores into the air that cause Rose to nearly kill Ismark, and tensions rise dramatically. The Maya shows no sign of hostility, and eventually the groups do reach an understanding, Maya making it clear that it is an enemy of Strahd. With no other options, the heroes trust in the Maya to help them return to the Wizard of Wines and return the stolen gemstones. With the gemstones returned and explaining the story of what happened to Xeros and Ziki, the were-ravens thank them and welcome them to stay once more in their home over the evening. With the Maya now accompanying the party, they must decide on how they want to proceed in securing the next relic from Baba Lasaga, a witch that lives nearby. And that is where we begin today's episode. Wonderful, eh? 
Uh, and I believe that it was already morning. You guys had had a long rest already, um, and you had met out in the orchards where the Maya had pulled itself free, kind of creating this kind of leftover growth of mushrooms and red vines and fungus that had almost encased them. And then they've broken free, leaving chunks of it behind that begin to uh, rot and decompose, uh, enriching the soil um, beneath them. Um, and that is, yeah, where we kind of cute today's though. Kind of cute. Kind of cute I mean, though. I, there is a point. There is a point in that in that recap of the Meyer clear made it clear that they were not an enemy. No, they fucking didn't. <laughs> no, they fucking didn't make it <laughs> Eventually, clear. I said eventually they did. Eventually, uh, eventually <laughs> they made it. Took it. a bit. It did. Took a bit. But we are there now. We're friends now. Best um, buds now. Yeah. Best buds. Best buds. <laughs> Symbiotic relationship. Didn't, um, um, and yeah. Didn't the, one of the you guys go on. choose to like put their hands and then feet in the ground and that's how you sleep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enriched yeah. by the soil. One yeah. with the earth. How Friends can we be well, friends not eat these things? The, the Maya hasn't <laughs> eaten food. That's the so Maya awesome. has, has kind of planted itself and fed off <laughs> the energy of the earth, basically. Um, same way that they can take nourishment from the sun sword, um, or sunlight in general. Oh, they're kind of cute, though. Skulking around my sword all the time. <laughs> so, I oh, believe so... that you guys had, um, it had been over the evening, just as dawn was peaking, that you met the Maya. You made mm -hmm. your way back to the Wizard's Wines within about an hour, and then you took a long rest. So we're looking at probably, you know, this is morning mid to late morning um, at this point. So Barovia, as always, there is no sunlight in Barovia, but there is this kind of pale gray light that signifies daytime. Uh, the, the clouds overhead are thick and heavy. There is a light drizzling rain that seems to just perpetually fall. Um, and the soft mud earth of the, the winery kind of surrounds you. Um, as yeah, you are, you have places to go and things to explore. You still have a lot of choices. Um, obviously, Jasper, you know that one of these relics, having performed a Taroka reading with the, and the spirit of Mama, uh, Madam Ava, uh, in the hells, in the nine hells, um, with her spirit guiding you, you had performed the Taroka reading and that Taroka reading had pointed you to a witch's hut, uh, and buried kind of beneath it. Um, in this kind of pile of stuff inside her, her abode, uh, there was this gleaming light. Um, that is the only real clue you have. The were-ravens have said that they can take you to uh, where uh, Babala Saga, who is this witch, uh, makes her lair. Um, but so far you have yet to head out. Okay. So I think Jesper will just gather himself up and wait for the other two uh living uh breathing people that Barely. are completely normal uh in Jesper's book um and then keep a good safe distance from the mire until those two you awake perfectly so early, fine Jesper. oh hello uh just waiting for the other party members you take uh, all the sunlight don't you yeah, uh, he looks at the drab sky. <laughs> uh, what I can get, I suppose. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, 
Which you, one? You both, I assume, you share. I mean, you're one half of the other. Are you not symbiotic? Would you have your own personality? I don't understand anything at all. I, I'd like to indulge in what you are a bit. Uh, to, to help you understand us, we can introduce ourselves separately. I am the Maya, and this one... I am the Maya. The Maya. The Maya. Right. You may call us the Maya. We will... The Maya. Good to meet you both. I have a question. I do Which Taroka one, readings. The Maya or the Maya? I am addressing you both. This is a group session. Right. I'm going to each give you both the same amount of eye contact throughout. Babala Saga, does this mean anything to you? Uh, for both Myers, uh, your benefit, you would be aware of Babala Saga, yes. Um, uh, Babala Saga is old. Very, very old. As old as the Maya, perhaps nearly as old as the land here. She's always been connected to Strahd, even though Strahd has... I mean, the Maya would know that this, this is not... You know, Strahd has lived many, many times. He's been killed and reborn, killed and reborn. Um, and Babala Saga has always been there. Um, you know that she is powerful, that she has magic. She keeps herself to herself um, normally, but uh, of late has been helping these uh, savage druids and barbarians attack the Wizard of Wines. Um, she has yeah, been using more of her magic recently. Um, but outside of that, you, you don't know, like, as a consciousness, you are more aware of what the land would know. Uh, you know, you know roughly where she is. You know, she, she lives in this ruined, swampy village called uh, Berez. And she's powerful. That's That's all you really know. Well, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> Her flesh is as old as we are. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you made this, Tom. Yeah, Sit on it. That's my fault. <laughs> I made my gross, disgusting bed. <laughs> she... Should have been with us long ago, yet she evades our grasp. She is of the swamp. That's where she resides, no? Seems similar to you. Some connection? An ally? Once an ally, now an enemy? Bubble Cyber's has always been her, her own power. She's She can draw magic from the land, but she is not betrothed to it. She is not a servant of it. Um, she is not... She is her own being. She is as enriched by the soil as we, but we are the Maya and she is Babala Saga. We are not the same. So she is dead and risen. She is the land, is like you, but different. Is there anything yeah. we should fear or prepare for? She is very powerful. 
Right. She holds something that could help us defeat Strahd. I have had a reading, and so far they have led us to things such as this. And I hold up the sun sword oh. and give it a little... <laughs> yeah, I mean, very... I guess for like the the for the Myers benefit, like the sun sword is like a starving person being presented a banquet. You know, it's it's you know you you can you've been surviving, but you it's you know having lived off nothing, you are now presented with everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is very very alluring to the Maya, the sun sword, um, just basking in its radiance. Entrust us with the sword. For just a few moments. I no, I don't think that is necessary. I am quite capable of holding onto it myself. Thank you. But the fresh wet, the fresh rain, the fresh water, and the sunlight—perfect, perfect. Yes. Match. Right. Where are the other two? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna wait I'll join. awkwardly. I'll join them. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure, sure. Dog Spotty's been um you've been hearing him in the background just running around playing like playing tag with the kids. Like, I'll be like every now and again, again you can hear like a rawr, you know, kind of you know, it's like kinda of trying to spook him and yeah. Dog Spotty Come on now. Please. Rawr. <laughs> I hear it. Um <laughs> Why have I'll you run got over the sun Why why have you got the sun sword out right now? I am showing them that there are artifacts of power to defeat Strahd and we are heading towards another one. That it, with all of them we could maybe stand a chance. Why are they looking at it in that way? I don't know. It's very it's strange. Very disconcerting. Uh, Irina and Ismark uh, come out of the house. Ismark, um, they've, uh, he was being treated kind of while you took a long rest. Um, he's hes taken a long rest. Irina's taken a long rest as well. Ismark, uh, his burns on his face have been covered up by a kind of blackened leather mask kind of wrapped around like the side of his head and then attached with straps um, kind of covering like very Phantom of the Opera, right? Like it kind of covers, covers half of his face. Uh, and oh. then his blonde hair kind of still spilling out of the unburnt side so he has this kind of like real phantom of the opera kind of vibe to him at the minute um and then he has this long black leather glove that now covers up the the burnt arm as well um you can see it's like various straps and and uh belts have been attached to it so that it kind of stays in secure in place um he has all of his equipment he has the silvered flail he has his battle axe um and he doesn't he looks like like he is committed to finishing all of this off you know he he seems resolute uh irena or tatiana with her awakened um kind of knowledge acknowledgement of who she is approaches ah good well i would say good morning uh, but i suppose it already is have you decided what you wish to do next um i know that the relic rests with the saga uh, do you know much about the witch of the wilds very little i was trying to gleam some more perhaps from the mire and i ah i think that our newest companions here if 
I understand what they are exactly, their knowledge would be... It is not dissimilar to asking a tree or a plant what it knows of the world. It does not understand necessarily the the motivations of people, what they are capable of, merely what they impact around them. If I understand you correctly, Meyer, is, uh, shall we address you? I am the Meyer, and this is the Meyer. We are the Meyer. Yes. <laughs> Should you we? You are the land, um... yes. Should we maybe have two, something to identify which one of you that we are speaking to, or do you always just both answer to the one name? We are one. We are it. Okay. I don't think it matters, okay. honestly. Uh, I think that they are one, one mind, two bodies. Still, La Saga... My memories are still fragmented. My life as Irina, as so many other young women here in Barovia, uh, has interfered with my memories as such. Uh, there was a time that I went by other names as well, but uh, as you Tatiana... To an extent, I think many souls many here in Barovia. More, more like many books within one book. Many stories of the same, same story retold. Lasagar, there have always been dark rumors. When I was betrothed to Sergei, um, there were rumors about Lasagar, this old witch who lived out in the wilds. Strad's mother, Ravenovia. Uh, it's not Ravenovia. Uh, yes, Queen Ravenovia. She was always suspicious of this witch, this witch Lasaga. She was exiled, was not allowed to approach uh, the prince, uh, Sergei, myself. We heard stories. She's obsessed with Strad. Obsessed. She would sometimes be seen flying or lurking around the castle, stealing glimpses at him. I am not sure if he harbors any loyalty to her or any connection, but when people in the villages, sometimes if they are desperate, they will seek her out to make bargains and... Receive magics, trinkets, these sorts of things. I've never heard of it going well. She commands magic, powerful magic. But she's not invaluable. She is not Strahd. She is not divinity. She is not uh, the mists or the dark powers that gave Strahd his powers. She is a mage, a witch, a powerful one, yes. One that has lived far longer than she should have, but still. I think that if we are to proceed, perhaps caution uh, would be best advised. I think that a straight battle against her without other allies could be dangerous. But 
I do not know what has changed. I do not know if the years have diminished her powers or if she is even stronger than she was when I knew of her. But I'm afraid Safe that is all I know. Assume the worst and prepare for the worst. I think yes. we have learned our lessons in the harshest way possible. We've lost a lot of allies along the way through some foolhardy and some bad thinking. I know that we are keen to find this relic that you have seen, Jasper, but, and forgive me, perhaps it is not my place to make these decisions, but is it worth us seeking out further allies? I know that that woman, Esmeralda, was cruel and no ally of our friend Dog's bodies, but she seemed to know how to fight. Uh, I would fear us if we do end up in a battle against Babalosago without any allies at our side. I just worry how well it will go. There is also the village of Kresik, the town of Kresik. It has walls and people there that may be able to assist us, but I do not know how much we can trust them and what has changed. I think uh, that's a very fair point. We, we've we lost a lot of people, Jesper. If we go in without backup, again, to someone who is very dangerous by the sounds of it, we might not make it out this time. You and I have, have somehow... We're the only ones left from our original group. I don't want us to not come out of this one. We need to think carefully, because... We don't have any backups here. Maybe Kresik is is a good shout. Even if Esmeralda doesn't help, maybe others will. My one concern is this party is doomed and that the responsibility of bringing others into the fold dooms them as well. And yes, we do need strength. But how many more losses are we willing to take? But you're right, we do need something. But I will only accept people into the party if Dog's body wishes them to be there. So, what do you think? Uh, Dog's body this whole time has just been staring lovingly at Irina. Um, ah, what? Ah... Uh, what was the question? Hi. How are you doing, Irina? You, you, you eating? You slept well? You, you, you had enough food to eat? I'm well, thank you. I know you are... It is difficult. If you wish to call me Irina, call me Irina. Or Tatiana, if you wish. Um, I've had many names. I know for Ismark, it's hard not to think of me as Irina. And if that is the same for you, you may call me that as well. But I am, I am well, dog's body, yes. I will feel better once we have either found allies or safe walls to hide behind. The were-ravens have been shown us a great kindness by harboring us here. But you all know as well as I do, it is only a matter of time till Strad comes looking for me again. Whatever is keeping uh, him from speaking. seeking me out, it must be important. Speaking of um, were-ravens, Oh, those kids are great, aren't they? Hey, 
gave me a right run for my money just now. Um, <clears throat> but it reminded me, uh, the, the, the witch in the woods, in the swamp, she has some of these little kitties. Um, you know, she, she's, she's got some of them, and, uh, if we go trotting off somewhere else, I can't help but feel that them kitties is doomed, right? And that's, that's not great. I, I feel like we owe it to the family. They've, they've done nothing but look after us. And, and give us shelter and food and, and not stick things in us, you know, sharp things, not throw bottles at me head. Um, and I, I worry about them kitties, frankly. And that woman, she wants me dead. She doesn't see me as a living thing. She calls me it. She sees me as less than an animal. And if you, if you, if you need her as an ally, Fine, but she stays away from me. That is fair enough. And you're right. We need to save lives. <laughs> right now, we have an issue. And the were-ravens are willing to guide us to Babelazagar as well. Maybe they can lend their assistance on getting some of their people back. Yeah, they did say, I think, um, I just need to check their names. Uh, uh, Davian's the elder. He's the eldest of the the clan. But Adrian, who's the eldest son, um, Elvir, Stefania, uh, all basically the the three of them. They're the eldest. Basically, they said that they would not only they would come with you, basically, to either try and help you or show you the way. At least, um, they're not the greatest warriors, but they'd certainly be willing to like for the sake of rescuing the children they would definitely come with you and you could probably convince them to fight alongside you if needed okay um i think Jesper would be very keen for that idea and would mm -hmm. uh if everyone else is on board go and approach them and ask them that we are ready to head off and save their children as soon as we can really sure okay uh, yeah, Adrian will come out. He's just like, oh, I'm glad that you have all recovered well. Yes, uh, myself, my brother, and uh, my brother, my sister, my wife, we are all ready um, to lead you at least uh, to the, the village of Berez. And well, perhaps we can help you when we get there as well. Uh, we have a few simple weapons with us, uh, but mainly we can perhaps provide some reconnaissance if nothing else. Uh, you have people to stay here to protect what you have here? Well, if you've taken care of... You told me that you had killed all the druids from Yesterhill. Uh, you, they were dead, yes? Yes. Of course, there are other threats <laughs> all the time. <clears throat> well, then. Well, there are, although not so much around here. Uh, the woods... Uh, the wolves and the bats don't tend to come out during the day as much, not at least into the, the vineyards. And... Uh, well, I mean, unless the devil himself comes looking, I don't think that we have too much to worry about. The main threat is Lasaga now. Uh, if we are going to hers, to her lands and her lair, then if we see her flying back this way, we come back and we protect our own. But we can at least show you the way. Uh, perhaps two of us will come back once we've shown you, but I'd rather we have numbers as we travel. Agreed. And I want to make it clear to you, we draw attention. We have done ever since we've banded together to try and make a difference. So... You're an enemy of Strahd, of course. The devil doesn't like people that don't bow to him. You've 
Uh, not you've chosen not to bend the knee, yes? Yes. We show not defiance, then... and we have paid for it as well. And I want you to know that risk in coming with us. Ah, whatever the devil is up to, I don't think it will end well for us anyway. We do what we must. I know the people of Barovia, a lot of them, uh, their hopes have been trampled, their lives diminished. We've known something else. The blessing of lycanthropy, but also these lands. The wine, the, the flowers, the grass. It's given us a taste of what life could be. And for that, I'm willing to fight. Let's save your children. Thank you. Uh, can I um, walk. just sure. as we walk off, can I just um, elbow Jesper and just lean in and in a loud whisper just be like, Boy, you didn't give me this warning when I ended up with you lot. <laughs> we stumbled upon you, unfortunately, Dog's Body, in the midst of uh, quite a conundrum, I believe. Sorry that I didn't give you fair warning. <laughs> oh, it's alright, mate. It's just, you know... <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> Big boy's coming after me now as well. <laughs> what a molly crew we make. Dog's body. <laughs> Things are. Yes, but has had a few more sobering moments ever since. And he, this is obviously Ismark as he's like rasping through his half burnt throat. <laughs> um, Things are a little different, I think. Uh, we still had some reckless courage back when we met you. Ah. Uh... Rest your voice, mate. I'm only rustling your jimmies. Let's rustle. I don't know what a jimmy is. Some. <laughs> what is a jimmy? Jimmies. I don't uh, know. Like, you know sure. when you got change in your pockets? <laughs> uh, what is the Maya doing? Both of the Mayas. What is the Maya <clears throat> up to? As all of this is going on, like you, we can say that this is like as you guys are like beginning to leave the wizards. Like if you're happy to just start making progress, like you can leave, um, and then you can decide when you get to the road. Um, it looks like it looks like the Adrian will basically lead you up to a crossroads. So he'll lead you north. Um, or he'll start leading you north. Um, rather than cutting through the woods and the valleys and the mountains, he's going to lead you up to a crossroads, uh, which from which you can either choose to go to Kresik or he can lead you to the ruined uh, village of Berez, which is where Babala uh, Saga is. How far is Kresik from... Did we find out how far Kresik is from where we Kresik? are? Yeah, hang on. I'm also just going to check the... Uh, I'm checking the module map for exactly where Berez is as well. The lands of Barovia, lay of the land. So... Right next to us. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I don't know. What were you doing, Ree, during that conversation? I think my Maya would be like just drink like getting a moment to like drink in the fresh mm. rainwater because like all they've all they've drunk is swamp water and they haven't had fresh rain for a long time so i guess they're standing there with their mouth wide open just drinking in rainwater <laughs> and then pulling in and then pulling water into their hands and letting all the bugs come around her hands nice. and drink nice drink from Creepy. her hands yeah i think if they Love were it. any 
kids, after you were talking about the kiddies going missing, if any of the kids were still around, then, like, that head is constantly locked onto the kids running around the garden and stuff, just watching them. <laughs> I don't know if they actually so... see me. Um, the, the, these are were raven kids, so there's there's actually little fear. Like they find the Maya curious, um, but they're not necessarily afraid of it. Uh, but yeah, they just kind of watch it with a kind of curiosity. Um, there's definitely a kind of element of of seemingly being comforted by the this more natural presence. Um, in terms of distance, uh, each hex on the map. Um, is about a uh, quarter mile. And in a day, you guys can cover about 24 miles if you're just moving at a normal pace. Um, and you can cover about three miles an hour. So, one, two, three, four, one mile, one, two, three, four, two miles, one, two, three, four, three miles, one, two, three, four. You can get to Kresik from where you are in just over a bit of an hour of travel by walking. Um... Adrian will tell you that Berez is a little bit further away and it basically involves heading back down to Argenvostholt and then traveling about another sort of half an hour south. Um, and that will take you probably about one, two, three, four, two, three, four, one, two, uh, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. That'll probably take you sort of about three, three hours, four hours total to get there to Berez. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. I, I gotta warn you though. There's uh, there's nutters in Kresik. Weird, really weird, nutty priest, abbot, abbot priest. One of those. We've heard, dudes. we've seen them passing by. What Dog's Body says is correct. We've had them come by for wine. We've traded with Kresik for years. Uh, we send them shipments of wine. Um, they're good people generally, but. There has been this fervent rebirth of religion there in the last maybe month or so, uh, perhaps less. Uh, this new abbot has become the talk of the town. Once a bit of a feared outsider, he is now a hero to Kresik. He's repelled Strahd's forces, uh, fended off creatures from the woods. He's put together an army of uh, soldiers that are stronger, faster, than normal people, uh, and he is defending Kresik. Uh, they have some strangeness about them. He's offered us, he's made many attempts to have us relocate to uh, the, the town, but obviously we knew about the secret of the gems. We couldn't leave the, the winery. Um, but yes, uh, very strange, zealous folk. Uh, fire and light, they seem to be obsessed with. Um, well, I can understand. If there's tangible hope, people will cling to it when there is nothing else. I get it. But it can be easily exploited, so... Well, before we head off, what direction would you like to head in? I can lead you to the crossroads, and then you decide. The crossroads is maybe well, just under... It's not even an hour, really. Half an hour to the crossroads. Do we really have time to spare? Detouring to another place when your children are in danger. Oh, well, I leave that to you. 
The, our children are taken by Babadosaga. We have no hope of rescuing them ourselves. We will try, but I fear that in doing so, we will die. If you choose to go another path to seek aid, that is your decision. I'll look at everybody else and see what they think. Obviously for us, yes, we would prefer you to go as soon as possible. With your help, maybe we can rescue the children. I'm not saying we have to fight Babala Saga, but perhaps with your knowledge, your skills, your magic, we can rescue them. But if you feel that you must go elsewhere, that is your destiny. If it comes to a fight, though, are you able to assist us? We are... Uh, I will fight, yes. Stefania, Elvir, they are younger. They have not fought before. Uh, we will do what we can. Uh, I will fight, yes. Uh, as lycanthropes, we do have greater reflexes than most. Uh, we are more resistant to weapons, but Babalasaja's magic, well, I don't know how well we will fare against it. But, of course, I will do what I can. Perhaps the others will as well. I'd prefer not. I'd prefer my family. If it was up to me, my wife and I will stay to fight for our children, and I would have my brother and his wife flee uh they would have them flee to the rest of my family gather them take the gems and run find somewhere in barovia to hide if possible well what does everybody think well if you're ready to leave let us uh make our way to the crossroads and then you can make a decision there because okay. on traveling to the crossroads i need someone to roll a d20. Three. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rhiannon. Roll a d20 for me, please. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Ew. You travel without incident. Uh, hey. You arrive... <laughs> And it's a familiar scene because on the way you pass by a broken wagon, Esmeralda's broken wagon uh, that had oh, yeah. collapsed as you were being chased. Uh, you follow this to a bridge and you find that this crossroad, you can head northwards across the bridge um, and Adrian points, Krezik lies this way. And you can see just in the distance, um, kind of nestled up into the mountains, this walled town. Um, you can't see any details, so you can just see the outline of the walls and the buildings, but you can see a walled town to the north. Um, that would be exactly, yes, Christopher. In fact, I will mark it on your maps. Uh, so S represents Kresik. Um I'm going to actually just reveal a bunch of stuff that you've already visited. S for Srezik. Yeah, it's kind of just, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Um... Oh, actually, there's the, the name. I can put this here. There we go. There's nice. Kresik. Uh, nice. Lake Baratok you've been to. Yep, the giant stride attack. To. Yep. Uh, the lackey you've already got unlocked. Um, yeah, so the to the north, you can head towards Kresik um, by crossing over the bridge, or if you head south... 
uh, to where Q is. That is Argon Vostholt, where you missed, uh, met Dog's body, where you recovered the Sun Sword um, and, and encountered Strahd. Uh, and then further south from that, Adrian gestures his leg. Beyond Argon Vostholt, uh, following along the Lunar River, uh, we will find the ruins of Berez, where the witch makes her lair. I leave it to you. I would prefer to follow the road. We could cut the time down traveling through the wilderness, but it is far more dangerous to do that. Hmm. I wish to save the children as soon as we can. What of the rest of you? You know me. I'm in it for the kids. I am too, but I worry that we will end up in a fight here and we won't have enough. Might, might end up in a fight with the uh, the abbot and his friends, abbotty friends, sounds a bit culty to me. Is Mark... True, but we know that Babazasaga is very powerful and will definitely not take kindly to us. We don't know that the people in Kresik won't take kindly to us. We can assume. I say that we do our best to rescue the children, but do it stealthily. We try and avoid a fight as best we can, and we run if necessary. Irina looks at him. I think that Rose has the right of it. As much as I would love to save these children's lives, as much as I feel for them, we cannot help them if we die ourselves. I think that perhaps heading to Kresik may be our best option. And what you of... can help if you die. We can help you if you die. You'll still be with us. Always be with us. Comforting. Do you mean that we will join the mire? That sh does not sound like it would be useful to us. Right now. We will welcome you with open arms, but not until you serve us for a little bit longer. After you expire. Hmm. Well, uh... this thing is beginning to. Uh, Ismark is just like looking very uncomfortably at the mire. I do not like the way it looks at me, as if I'm already half buried in the ground. I'll smile in. <laughs> Knowing. That Tatiana has, of all of us, has the greatest understanding of the threat that Babalasaga faces and poses to us, then perhaps we should at least try and find extra help. Or get wrapped up and embroiled in more problems at Kresik. <laughs> we'll see. I'm happy to try. If we can be quick about yeah. it. We can see a time limit on it. Wants to do. We can we can maybe give ourselves a certain amount of time. If we're not getting anywhere, we get back on the road. Very well. You do see as you are having this conversation, Adrian and the Were Ravens do look a little bit crestfallen. They do look like uh, they kind of resign themselves oh. like 
it's they kind of accept that this probably is not going to turn out very well for them um but they don't say anything they you can just see that they're like they're kind of heartbreaks a little bit uh adrian nods his head well oh, no. this, is as far as, this is as far as we can take you then i'll have to have my brother <laughs> and i will go and scout out berez uh, we'll send the send our wives back to the others and uh, begin making plans to see what we can do to rescue our children I hope that whatever I hope that you can find help quickly and uh, that you stay safe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is there any chance you can wait for us? We will wait as long as we can. We will scout out Burez, but if it looks like Lasagra is going to do something with our children. We know that she intends to kill them if we do not give up the gemstones. If we do not give up the land. We will do whatever thing we can. We will wait as long as possible, but I do not know... I do not know when we will need to act. I'm sorry. We do not act now. I do not know when we will. But if you think this is the best course of action, you have... You have returned the gemstones to us. You have recovered the one that we lost. You are clearly enemies of Strad, and, and if you feel that is best, if you feel that your destiny lies in Kresik, then so be it. Not every life can be saved. And they look very sad at that particular line. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> On one Jesus. hand, he's, he has an NPC that's like, we should go to Kresik, and on the other, <laughs> crestfallen, where Yeah, is. it's almost like the DM doesn't want to tell you what to do, and instead, <laughs> you guys make your own decisions. Yeah, of course. You humans oh. are confusing creatures. You seem to keep yourself from death for so long, and yet death is being delivered to these children, and we run away. Not now. That is... <laughs> Again, the walking the walking swamp does have a point. We go to preserve ourselves and consign these children to death. She holds a relic that tree. <laughs> she holds a relic that you desire so much. Why do we walk away? We have nothing to give her. We have nothing to persuade her. Does anyone have any idea how we would avoid a combat and still get what we want out of this? Sneaky what snakes. can we do? Sneak? Steal? Lure her away like some sort of beast? I need to get more rough when I'm speaking as his mark now. Lure her away. Sneak in. Rescue the children. Perhaps we come back for the relic. The children must be our first priority, though, yes? Rescue yes. them. Get them back to their parents so that they can flee. Then we can come for the relic. <sighs> let us at least... Let us at least go and see what... Where they are being held. If Lasaga has them in her clutches, then maybe we have to back off. But maybe she keeps them separate from herself. Maybe they are locked away somewhere. That we can rescue this is them from. true. We can take the opportunity to scout at least, weigh up our options by knowing. First. But if she finds us, is Mark. If she finds us, yes, but <laughs> that, as Rose says, that will be a battle. A battle we may not. You win. raise another good point. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it's almost like they, these like NPCs have their own opinions. <laughs> how um, dare they have their own opinions? How dare how they? How dare they? How they dare? How dare they not just tell you what to do? How dare they? I just want to hear Ismark and Tatiana argue. <laughs> just argue. Yeah, just argue. <laughs> Should we go? Should we just go? And Mark can do the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like choosing um, it's like choosing death or death of NPCs. Yeah? Well, it's like yeah. death uh, now. Children death NPCs. Later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there think... most of the party already, okay? Yes, but I think... multiple times actually. Two deaths each for some of them. It's been. Yeah. I love how as well. Like Jesper is like flip flopping, flip flopping as a coin. It's just like, no, we should go and rescue the children. But maybe Kresik is a good idea. No, we must <laughs> rescue the children. But the what if anyone <laughs> brings up a different argument? He's like, oh no, you're right. You're That's right. a good point. <laughs> yeah. That precipice of like, how best can we do this? You know, what? Where's our best chances of actually making a difference right mm. now? That's mm -hmm. where Jesper is. Like, if we just throw ourselves, you know, unwillingly into Babylon and die, no one is saved. Versus wasting our time potentially getting caught up in something in Kresik and and everybody dies anyways. <laughs> um, and he's also got the guilt. There's a lot of guilt, so I think he's he's nudging towards helping now. I can't in let Katie's this brain, stand. she's thinking about the fact that there's a little green gem in the ground and that's what she wants. So why don't we cover it in bioluminescent algae as a diversion? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Literally. I was thinking diversion as well. <laughs> diversion. <laughs> no. Um, um, but yeah, I think that seeing the guilt, uh, the guilt from, yeah, it's kind of leaning more towards helping now because of them being like okay what can i say yeah i mean like I this is they literally they know that if you guys walk away it like the where ravens and you can tell this just from insight like passive insight and things like that if you walk away if you go to kresik the chances that their kids will die and that they may die rescuing them go up exponentially uh whereas yeah. if you help now there is still a great risk, but the chances that they can save the their kids is higher. Going up exponentially yeah. is... TPK! <laughs> TPK! Listen, Dog the sooner we TPK, Dog's the body... sooner we can play something else. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that. Dog's body oh, is... I don't want that. Um, firmly... Is firmly team, team were-raven. Like, they've been team kind save to kids. him. You know, he yeah. loves kids. Like, I mean, they're sad. They're making sad. He's stood right now watching the were-ravens walk off and he's making the, you know, that really sad... Well, they're not walked off yet. They, they kind of like, stood away because you guys are still deciding <laughs> what to do. So you guys are still deciding which, okay, well, what, still what to making do. Sad little, to he's, he's still making sad little noises like... Oh, it's Barovia. Everything's <laughs> sad. Everyone's sad. Boo-hoo. <laughs> All right. We are um, yes, one, yes. There's going to be a TPK in Kresik. Yes, but what did you say, Reed? Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah. What did you say, Reed? I just Reed? didn't want Reed to get spoken over. We, we are many and she is one, yes. I thought you were one. We are one. We are one we and many, but she is just one. Wait! A very but, like, I'll call out the, the word ones. Oh. 
I cannot help you go to Kresik, my friend. I'm sorry. We can't let this happen. We cannot... We cannot waste any more time. We will help you now. You see a big, like, wave of relief. Just wash over all of them. <laughs> Adrian's tears kind of glisten for a moment. Thank you. Don't let me yet. We'll do our best. But we must be extra cautious. Let's not throw our lives away. Yes, of course. We will follow your lead. Good friends. And with that, he will begin to lead you on to Berez. And there's a couple of rolls. Uh, so that was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Uh, so you're going to have to make one, two, three, four, one, two. Don't three, worry, Ree's got four. this. Definitely. One, two, three, four, <laughs> one, two. It either goes nat 20 or 1 and 2. Right. Like, there's nothing three, in the middle. Three d20 rolls. Uh, we'll start with the first one. And you you just want Reed to make all of them? You don't want to split these up between anybody? At this point, all right. why? <laughs> all right, sure, Reed. <laughs> okay. Roll a d20 right. for me, Reed. Take the wheel. Okay. Take the wheel. Take the wheel, Reed. Reed take the wheel. Nine. <laughs> Another I hour guess. goes past. Uh, sorry, another half hour as you travel. You make your way through these kind of narrow woodland trails, these kind of roads, these dirt roads that have been carved between these ominous, twisting woods. You travel near, you can begin to see Argon Vostholt on a large hill uh, above you. Nothing happens. Second d20 roll, please, Rhiannon. Oh, <laughs> 11. We're getting higher. Slightly higher. Second roll. You weave past Argon Vostholt, this kind of shadowy ruin above you on this uh, hilltop um, as you kind of follow the base of the the hills around um, and you begin to see the sight of a a winding river rushing beneath you. It's probably about sort of uh, just before midday, uh, sort of like a late 10 a.m., 11 a.m. at this point. Um, You make your way the kind of dead gray grass of Barovia, beneath your feet to this light drizzling rain just falling upon you uh, i will you guys are fuck shake uh you guys had gone up here uh you'd had your rest you've moved your way down to barovia uh, to uh, argon vostholt and now you are basically en route towards berez but we need one last d20 roll from miss rhiannon please sorry it's coming oh, up no! 16. You are technically... Fucked. Dead. Two for dead, one for fucked. Oh, Oh, do you count as being on a road here? I think you do. Uh, The third and final roll, you proceed, nothing happens. Instead, you come to the very edges. It's the day. So the random encounters thing is it varies depending on the time of day and whether you are in the wilderness or not. Um, So So we're actually somehow safe or... You do not encounter anything. You don't encounter anything on the road. Um, Do we see the new (laughs) artifact just lying there on the road? You do not, no. You do not. So, you guys are coming. Fabulous is dead. 
Nope. Oh, oh so easy. Yeah. The children's so game is easy. Ding dong, oh. the witch is dead. Tra la la nope, la nope, la. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> they all Absolutely up not. The people nope. are also free. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It was a dream. So. <laughs> they were the children of the revolution. There's no <laughs> so this isn't like a this isn't a battle map so i'm just gonna put jesper on there to signify where you guys currently are um and now i get to read you some text the trail Yay. hugs the river for several miles the dirt and grass soon turns to marsh as the trail dissolves into spongy earth pockmarked with strands of tall reeds and pools of stagnant water a thick shroud of fog covers all, scattered throughout the marsh. You can see old peasant cottages, their walls covered with black mildew, their roofs mostly caved in. These decrepit dwellings seem to hunker down in the mire, as though they had long since given up on escaping the thick mud. Everywhere you look, black clouds of flies dart about, hungry for blood the fog is much thinner on the side uh, on the far side of the river where a light flashes amid a dark ring of standing stones uh, and you guys are approaching from the north here um, oh whoops okay yeah. uh, and this is what you see before you uh, as you make your way out I think I can. I think this can be a battle map, actually. It doesn't have to be. So, you guys can talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> no battle. Oh, I realise I don't. I don't have a token for the Maya yet. Um, it should be a regular map. Oh, what a shame. Well, no, it's more because like if you guys want to explore and move around, it's good to know your positions and things like that. Uh, um, are these like ten foot squares rather than five? Uh, these are. Uh, one square is actually a hundred feet, <laughs> so it's oh. massive. This is like a big village, right? Like this is like a huge village, basically. Um, uh. But it's just for like where you guys move about and like, like locations. Half and... a minute to move a square, technically at yeah. like 30, 30 ish feet. Yeah, like yeah. If you're thinking sort of like a, you know, yeah, you, it's going to take you a long time to move around. But if, if we get into a combat, we'll we won't use this map. It's more like, you know, if you guys want to split up and check oh, out different buildings there. and things like that. Yeah. What are the chances? Yeah. Of why would you? Why would you? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm um, shopping. How about? Do I have like some? What's a good zombie? What's a good token I can use. <laughs> uh, yeah, zombie. Or I'm thinking. Um, do I have like blights? I mean, I think. What about Just like a bug? the like a big fly, a mushroom light. from mushroom. Mario, <laughs> a Goomba, yeah. the one up, perfect. oh one dry bones. <laughs> I put a vine blight and a twig blight. Here you go. There's the Maya. Oh yeah, Aww. the blights are good. Oh, I hate it. Thank you. <laughs> nice. So that yeah, this is what you see. You see this kind of swamp like just drowned village like this village is just completely covered by this thick marshland and swamp um as you get closer tatiana slash Irina begins holding her head and you can see she's like almost unconsciously crying um and kind of clutching to herself um as she gets closer ismark is is kind of like Irina, are you all right <clears throat> 
And she kind of like touches her face and realizes that she's crying. Yes, something, uh, bad memories, old memories of a life I had here once. And this place before it was a ruin. Anything that could be of use? Ah, no, I don't think so. I remember that I was a girl here once. Um, I was a... Marina was my name. A young woman reborn my soul. When the village found out who I was, what I meant to Strad, they burned me at the stake. Kill me. Strad's anger was terrible. So much death. We did this. And she gestures to the swamp. I'm sorry. <gasps> Nord life. Like so many. Ruined by Strad. Oh, my Sergei. If only. She just kind of trails off. Um, would would you like a hanky? Dog's body holds Thank out. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, dog's body. And she kind of like you know takes your hand and takes the hanky from it. Um, and yeah, there's just this like overwhelming comfort when she's kind of like you know her her hand brushes against yours, and it is supernatural. Like there is, it, you feel weird. Like you didn't have these kind of emotions around Irina before, but there is this kind of like sense of belonging to her um, as you kind of. Uh, do so. Weird. <laughs> ah, confusing. Uh, that didn't happen with Xeros. <laughs> that's what he starts. That's because Xeros was the feeling of like, yeah, he was. It he was, was there for Xeros. He's uh, never acted of like. like <laughs> yeah, if um, if Dog's body was in his wolf form, his tail would be wagging right now. But it's not. Mm. But you can feel his like, you know, psychic tail. So you're you know, like when you, you have that like phantom limb feeling. Phantom tail. Like yeah, <laughs> he, <Sure>. yeah. <laughs> He's I not working, we, Tom. Uh, oh. I say we keep low and head to the closest buildings, perhaps over here to the west, and work our way down from there. Um, the Adrian will point the middle of the village. Maybe you can just about see it, but there is an old... Uh, um, hut built into a, an enormous tree that is Lasaga's lair uh, that is where she resides uh, it's difficult to see in this fog but it's in the middle of the village so just be aware uh, be quiet I hope your people aren't there let's me too see if they're in any of these ruins first Sure. So what's the plan? Yes, but you're going to lead people around like this northern edge and check out these um, these buildings to the... You can see that there's like a bunch of buildings to the uh, west, west yeah. um, and then to the southwest as well. So you're just going to if head straight all, west. Like, decrepit ruins with no roofs or anything and no chance of any life there. I mean, there's not... It, I mean, the, their, their roofs have caved in. They're covered in, like, mildew and fungus. Moving through this swamp, by the way, as well, is it's you are moving through a swamp. You are wading through stagnant bog water and thick mud that comes up probably to your thighs. Um, it's like... Like... 
like you can't help but you know it's it's very difficult to move through and it's very difficult to do so quietly um as you kind of the were ravens probably as they get closer they will transform into their raven form so they are just like you know quite big raven birds uh, and they kind of flap around and land on like the odd tree nearby um trying to you know not get bogged down into the swamp itself can can i cast pass without trace you absolutely can of course what does this look like uh maya when you cast pass without trace more bugs loads of <laughs> i guess because all, all the all the black bugs around would like make yeah there's all these like veil. flies yeah yeah cool so you kind of find this kind of shroud of insects kind of surrounds you they're buzzing quieting the sound of the waters being moved like kind of parted as you sploosh and you know slurp your way through this mud this thick veil of mosquitoes and flies just kind of disguising all of you um so read out past without trace just for podcast listeners and stuff as well yep so a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. Perfect. So, yeah, uh, plus 10 bonus to stealth for everybody. Um, yeah. Nice. So um, as you guys make your way over, yeah, this is going to be stealth checks from everybody uh, except the ravens who can fly, um, who just kind of fly over and perch on the things. But everybody else is stealth checks with a plus 10 bonus. Nice. Oh, uh, my God. 16. Oh, oh yeah. 31. I rolled a 6. 31. Um, six. So you get plus 10 bonus, 18, don't forget. 18, 19, oh, I know. 16. 30, 20. <laughs> 20. Okay. Um, so. Okay. Give me a second, dear friends. Okay. Here as um, as we're mm. as we're squelching, can I just like go to the mire and just be like, "Oh, you two must be right at home here." Squelch, squelch. I mean, are you talking loudly, dog's body? Because if you're trying to be stealthy. Um, talking loudly is definitely in it. I know that we're stealthing it. Okay. I'm just trying to, you know, break the mood. Uh, a bit. If you guys want to position yourselves in like a marching order, um, if there's any changes to what I've done. So I currently have Jesper leading the way um, with uh, uh, Re Maya, Maya Re, uh, kind of following with the pass without trace. Ismark, Irina, other Maya, and then Rose and Dog's body at the back. But if you want to change that, feel free. Um, when you you kind of make your way, this kind of uh, hammering bugs. How long does pass without a trace last? By the way, Re. An hour. It's an hour. An hour. Okay. Yeah, easily enough. Um, making your way through, uh, as you approach this cluster of ruined cottages separated by lone stone walls, you can see a short stretch of dirt road that has remained intact that seems to curve south. Um, you can see that in the middle of this village, there would have probably once been kind of crop fields. They've all now just been completely swamped, but there is still the occasional piece of like wooden fence post that sticks out of it, uh, jutting out at odd angles. And in the middle of the field, as you kind of make your way down, checking out all of these different houses, um, you eventually kind of make your way 
all the way down following this kind of elevated road which gives you some relief from the thick waters and mud from the swamp uh there is just kind of like a couple of lone scarecrows still kind of like outstretched on the uh poles um of these once uh these once farms um just kind of lurking around um positioned what was the lowest stealth check by the way was it uh 16 i think yeah i think it was my 116 yeah cool yeah, you don't seem to draw any attention from any creatures hidden out in this village. Um, yeah, you just seem to pass by. You do begin to see emerging from the mists in the very center of the uh, of the the farm, um, just south of you, a few hundred feet away, is this enormous tree. Uh, this kind of enormous great oak that's still half submerged but built into it you can see the vague outline of like a ramshackle hut uh, that's been built onto the stump of this uh, like half engraved into the tree itself and the stump um, is this great you know hut uh, that's been built there is a little bit of elevated land around it um you can see what appears to be do 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 oh no okay yeah that's it that's all you can see I fear um, that there is nothing here but this tree this hut and that the children are in close proximity to Baba Lazaga herself. I see nothing but ruins and swamp. What about the uh, standing stones? Uh, They're on the far side of the river. You can see shapes of other buildings um, beyond the tree. They're just faint outlines in the thick fog. Um, so the buildings you can see on the map, there appears to be maybe what appears to be like an old mansion building to the very far south, but you can just see like faint outlines. It's like a big house. Um, and then there is um, some sort of monument just very, very vaguely um, uh, west of um, the tree in the very center. Um what do you think, Dog's Almost like body? it was once a graveyard. Should we investigate? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep going until we find him. Um, but didn't you guys mention something about a windmill and pies? So, I don't know how witches work. O- ovens? Is that a thing? Um, that was hags. I believe, with the pies. Yes, um, it was hags. It wasn't. It was different. I'm wondering if it's worth, maybe, if Adrian can fly over the mansion, see if there's any sign of life within it, just in case she's keeping the children there. If not, then I don't see anywhere else they can be other than in the hut itself which is our last resort. Good idea. Yeah. What's the plan? I say, yeah, the way we're even scouting, seeing anything yeah, through the aerial windows. Aerial surveillance. Or... Okay. Yeah, they'll, um, if you kind of gesture to them, they'll nod their beaks uh, and they will fly off. I will make perception checks with disadvantage because of the... 
uh, mists and the fog. While they're doing that, uh huh. The mire. The one yes. with. Yes. You have need of us. The bugs. Do you have control? I have control. Can you see through them, scout? I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Uh, okay, it's okay no. to take a minute. It's okay to take a second. Check your abilities. Okay, I you know this is the swarm keeper. I've I don't know too much about it. I've not played one. Um, I don't know if you um, can. I don't think it's trace. like a familiar. No. Pass that trace concentration. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I remember. I, it's not like it's a familiar. The bugs. Um, no, they can move me. They can move you. They can move enemies that you hit, like with attacks yeah. as well. Um, and you have um, arcane eye. They can deal damage. I don't think I've got arcane eye. I'm having a look. That's thirteenth oh, level. level. Arcane eye. No. Thirteenth level. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. You can't quite. The bugs have to remain quite close proximity to you, Maya, uh, to like have any sort of control over them in that way. Yeah. I don't know. If you have like other spells, like other ranger spells that could help, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, so the bug the bugs can deal damage, they can move me and they can push other people. Mm-hmm. Dog's body. Uh just while Ree's checking. Um Dog's Body has heightened senses, um, which means I have advantage on perception wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. That's so only when you're in your hybrid and... form, I believe. Uh no. Um, Does it, it not say anything about needing to be transformed? Oh, okay. No. Ah, I thought you had to be in hybrid form um, for that. Uh, I mean, hybrid form comes after it, and then it has a um, hybrid transformation on my sheet has a. I whole know. Yeah, and it says starting when you choose this archetype that. at third level, you begin to adapt the improved abilities of a natural predator. Yeah. You gain advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on healing or smell. Yeah, no. So that's uh, it's just a separate ability. Yep. I thought it was yeah. part of your um, transformation. So I guess can I try and. Hear or smell for them, or just like yeah, hear I'd say that um, or... yeah, make a regular, make a, a perception check with advantage. This will be more hearing than smell, because smell the swamp, the kind of stagnant, foul water masks most things. Um, in terms of sight, the mist blocks most of it, but hearing's unimpeded. Uh, so I rolled a fifteen and a thirteen, and I've got minus one on perception, so fourteen. Yeah. You're kind of driven, you know, you have voices in your head all the time. It's sometimes hard to separate those out from real things. However, it doesn't stop you from hearing a couple of things. Uh, one, um, you can hear very loud squawking of birds coming from the hut uh, built into the giant tree. So you can hear like, ah, 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 constantly like squawking. And it's quite loud. Um, you know, anything near there is going to have a hard time hearing anything above the sound of that loud squawking that's kind of echoing across the swamp. The other thing you can ever so faintly hear because of your keen hearing, I wouldn't have given you this as a success without that feature. Um, Beyond that squawking to the south, maybe in that big mansion building, the big ruined building, you think you can hear faint sobbing. kind of like <laughs> um now 
I don't know if this is just Bobbit who's uh, in me head, uh, but I can hear some crying coming from the mansion in the south. There's also a, a real ruckus of birds coming from that hut, but I don't know. I don't feel good about it. The crying is a a good source, a good lead. We should head there first and avoid the hut if we can. Yeah. I agree. What is the significance of this crying? What is crying? Uh, it can denote sadness, uh, perhaps fear, if the kitties are scared that they're being captured. You can cry when you're happy sometimes, when you're feeling a bit emotional and all. Uh, it's when water comes out of your eye ducts. So e- these are your eyes. These kiddies here. could be happy or sad. Well, they like probably we said, said water. Um, water uh, salty Why water. Would they lose it? Because they're oh, scared. Well, that's how they scared they are. They don't get to choose, unfortunately. Uh, come, let's try and skirt, give a wide breath of the hut and head south towards sure. these ruins. The were-ravens haven't yet come back, by the way. Are they good at locating? Uh, I don't really know, I guess. Um, Alright, so you're going to continue moving through. You have to end up now... How close do you want to get to the tree in the middle? You can move further out and try and skirt it even further by kind of heading up more into the swamp and coming round. I might go through um, this thing. Whatever okay. that is. So, Alright, sure. So you guys all begin moving up, following Yester's lead. Um, can you guys any make point, other? Someone else can yep. take the lead. <laughs> sure. Not... I'm just moving you at the front because you seem it. to be making the decisions. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Dog's body takes the lead. Dog's body right. will take it, like tracking, tracking okay. the the sound. Okay. Can you guys give me another stealth check after kind of pausing to scope things out? You begin moving again. Give me another round of stealth checks, please. Yeah. Two. Plus ten. Uh, Thirty-two. 24. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, serious! Then that one. Uh, so 16. 16. But 16 is still, with Pass Without a Trace, 16 is still 16. Some. You pass by another one of these, like, you move through the farm, and there is just this, this terrifying, you can see it's been um, a, a kind of toothy grin has been stitched onto its burlap sack of a head its hands made from these you know twisted very sharp looking branches scarecrow is just kind of propped up on this pole sticking out of this swampy ground um and it just yeah it it just it's very unnerving the way that it's been built it doesn't look like a normal scarecrow um but you move through it doesn't it doesn't move or react or anything um as you begin moving towards uh, the farer side of things you begin to see a big swarm of angry looking insects is beginning to kind of gather the further over towards the side of Berez you get but uh dog's body and yesper kind of lead you a bit more south you come across um the remnants of a graveyard really it's barely i mean it's barely anything a couple of stone walls um 
uh, you can see through the fog there is an empty shell of maybe an old stone church at the far end to the south um, and cemetery with kind of gravestones enclosed by a very faded rusted iron fence um, most of it has sunk down into the mire itself um, but you don't you don't see anything uh toward both myers uh yeah, yeah both both myers um, Mire in the mire. Yeah, you don't see anything uh, untoward you can keep going if you want to try and reach the walls of this mansion fight Maya with Maya <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> dog's body you gonna keep leading everyone south I'll follow dog's yes. body yeah sure everyone follows in at this point the were ravens probably return and kind of catch up with you um uh, Adrian will shift back and you see this kind of blackbird. It kind of stretches, its feathers kind of grow out as its wingspan becomes a pair of arms. The black feathers become dark, long hair as he shifts back into his human form. Uh, we could not see anything. The mist here is very thick. Most of the ground is covered. From above, it's difficult to really pick out any details apart from... There are ravens calling for help in the hut. We can hear them crying out. They say that they are trapped, but they are natural ravens. They are not my children. Uh, that is really all we could hear. Okay. We, well, Dog's body heard something sobbing sure. coming from the ruins just ahead. So. Sure. Uh, towards the south end of the village lie the remains of a mansion built on higher ground. It has been reduced to piles of stone and rotting timbers. Empty arched windows stare at you, and south of the ruin is an untamed garden runs rampant, surrounded by broken walls that are no longer able to contain it. Uh... You can't see this. They're on the far eastern side, from the opposite side to where you're approaching from, um, you do glance what appears to be a fence of some kind, and that crying becomes audible to pretty much all of you um, as you make your way through. Um, uh, do you want it? You can eat. So you either you can move through the ruined mansion itself. You can try and go down south. Uh, towards the gardens and make your way through that or you can go around the front of the the mansion like in through the swamp to do so you will need to pass many of these scarecrows you can see there's lots of them especially around that tree in the middle there's lots of these scarecrows all put on poles and you would get closer to the large tree as well if you avoid the mansion that's a hard pass there mark sure yeah we'll try and Go through the top of it, I guess, around the top. The mansion? Towards... Yeah. So, like, through the actual ruins, like, clambering over the broken stones and timbers, that sort of thing? Yes? No? Maybe? I guess so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could you yeah. repeat yeah, the yes. question? <laughs> um, I think that's probably the most natural too... way. Sure. If it's not too treacherous, I think. And Dog's can... body... As you begin stepping over the stones, um, it's really just... You, it, the, the mansion was built on higher ground, so it's not flooded. It's just like soft earth, but all the timbers have collapsed. It's really just the shell of its former self. And as you step through, you can't help but shiver as this unnatural chill spreads over you. Like the shadow of death crosses over you. Um, Rose, 
you hear whispered kind of softly in your ear. You just hear, why do you invade my home? Icon! Can I, do I get the sense that I could talk back in, is it like telepathically that I hear that? It's not telepathically, you, it's like a no, whisper. It's just like somebody that. right behind you, oh. you turn around, there's nobody there. Oh, okay, there's something here. There's something bad here. We sh we shouldn't be here. Stones clatter from a broken archway. <laughs> we just want to find some friends. We don't want to disturb you. There are no friends here. Only death. You see this spectral form begins to shift out of the mist itself. Pallid gray skin, its body see-through, translucent in the very mists, hair kind of swept back, and you can see jagged chunks of flesh ripped from its neck as its head almost lops to the side. It limps with one leg, its body covered in multiple claw marks and wounds, be gone from here. Uh, Do we see any that? sign uh, of anyone else? In this uh, at this area? point, there is still there's enough debris that the walls of the mansion are still blocking the sight of whatever's on the other side that you could hear the crying coming from. You'll need to move through this area, and this form has appeared in front of you, between you and where you're trying to go. Can you still hear crying? Just very faintly, but it's, yeah, it's like coming and going in waves. Uh, Only death. Have you seen any what do crying you want? children around here? Cr crying children. children. Many children cried when our Lord killed them here. Buried my village beneath the water in punishment for what I did. I killed so many. One life, a dozen. Why uh, do you deny the Maya? I took her life because I knew if he had her. Terrible things become. But in doing so, I condemned all of the people in my charge to timeless, endless death. We are not on his side. We would do the same as you. We want to keep him from her and you would bring death at this point by the way Irina and Ismark are behind you with the were ravens you're kind of you know stood in front of them um you deny him only death awaits you be gone leave this place leave me to my misery we only mm. want the children the living children who are currently here you can do something good. You can save them by handing them over to us and we will leave and we will never come back. Children. 
she was only a girl when I burned her. What are two more lives in all the horrors that Barovia has done, that Strahd has done? Two more lives. Leave me to my misery, to my pain of what I did. One girl. Burned. Two more lives could be a very big difference. Please. I care only for the one. The one I burned. My daughter. Arena. My Myrena. <laughs> you can uh, see that the ghost isn't like thinking logically. Like th th this spirit is tormented and trapped in its own memories. It doesn't seem to really value the lives of whatever living children may be here. It's caught up on... on you know, this, this tale it's telling. We cannot pass through this creature without uh, either backing away or going somewhere else. Skirting Let's, around it, I don't know. Let me speak with him. And Irina will kind of save from behind you, Jesper. Uh, yeah, I'll stand aside. So when you stand aside and Irina steps forward... This ghost seems to react like it almost as if like you know it was it, it kind of goes like, <gasps> be gone and then it stops. You see Irina and she sings this very lull, uh, this low dull note, kind of like uh, just like a kind of ah. Uh... And then her form shifts and she becomes a girl that none of you have ever seen before. She becomes a younger woman um, with long, dark, curly hair in a white robe, um, almost like a nightdress. And the spirit's eyes go wide. Marina, my Marina. He reaches up and his ghostly hands cup Irina's kind of shifted face, um, this kind of illusion spell that she's uh, you know, created around herself holds the face you live yes father I'm alive because you saved me you saved me from a fate worse than death and we will save many more she touches the ghost's form and then you just see it vanish and it just kind of breathes out this one last breath of relief Marie And the air goes still. I'm gonna mark off that spell for Irina. Her form shifts back to the Irina that you know. I think that was. Yes, that was. I think that must have been Marina's father, the burgomaster of this place. The one who burned her at the stake to save her from Strahd. Tried to purify her. Do you feel anything? Any memories from then? It is like... It is like trying to ask if you... Uh, asking if you remember the feelings of when you were a child. They are memories, but they are distant. Like a story you were told once, perhaps. I know it, but I do not feel it. Well, it was enough to help us, so thank you. Let's see what's on the other side. Yes. Just remember that Borovia has weathered Strad 
many years, many times, I have lived centuries, countless different versions of myself have been reborn here. There are many, many tragic tales in this land. And with that, she just nods to the other side of the walls where you can uh, see this continuing. Uh, as you make your way, as I'm assuming you do, mm-hmm. you eventually cross over to the other side of the mansion and Dog's Body, you're the first to see. Uh, whoops. Um, you see what appears to be uh, a fence. The were ravens kind of fly overhead. You see a pen, like a, an animal pen, uh, except for this one, uh, 50 human skulls are mounted on the tops of fence posts uh, around this cir- circular pen. Within the within the gate, within the kind of penned area, lie dozens of slaughtered goat carcasses, uh, cut open, blood drained until they look dissected and weathered, um, and sat bound to uh, a large wooden stake um, are two, uh, I know, was it three? I think I said three. Three young children. Uh, Yeah, two boys and one young girl. They are kind of wrapped up in rope in the middle of this pen. And the pen is like 10 foot high. So like there's these big wooden stakes with skulls mounted on it in a big circular 10 foot tall pen around them. Um, There is a gate, uh, like a wooden kind of latch gate. um, And they're just staked in the very middle of it. Quickly, cut them down. Oh, sorry. No, there is no gate. There is no gate. Um, It's just a 10 foot high Quickly, we need to find a way in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where evens? Can you fly over and start pecking at the uh, the ropes, something like that, to to bring them down? Yes, we can. We can get over. I think. Uh, As the ravens try to kind of fly over, um, there appears to be some sort of um, barrier. They just bounce into it. And you can see the faint traces of what appears to be a magic circle that kind of shimmer into life. Um, uh, They kind of bounce off of it. Ah! Uh, they shift in and this time when they shift rather than becoming a human they become these raven humanoid hybrids the head of a raven with like this long beak but these muscular arms with like feathered limbs um kind of hanging off it these kind of clawed talons shift into these half hybrid forms ah there is some sort of barrier that is preventing us uh, from getting past I, I i don't understand it um can I investigate, like get close to the the wall and see if mm-hmm. there is or any just like look at the arcane okay. energy yeah. coming from it or anything? Like yeah, make an or arcana markings check. Markings on the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make an arcana check. Ten. Ten. I think that you would be vaguely aware of that there are kind of like warding circles that can be placed down. You know, people can do it to protect themselves from demons or ghosts. Um, Maybe this one is attuned to kind of keep the to stop the were ravens being able to fly away or to fly in, perhaps. Uh, maybe it's attuned to keep shape changes out, so lycanthropes and the like. But the exact nature of like, will it stop you? Will it harm you? Will it? You, you don't know the spell, so the mire yes. emerged from the ground. Can you go? into it and back up the other side? Um, 
Oh. Mm. No. Uh, if you wish me through the gate, I can try. There is no gate. If you there wish is, me like, these to go through this foot. open area. Well, yeah, it's like, so imagine like these wooden, like a wooden animal pen, right? Wooden, wooden fence, uh, 10 foot high, skulls mounted on top of it like 50 skulls mounted in a circular pattern around on this this thing the wooden fence is thick enough that you can't just like step through it right it is a fence like you know a fence that would keep animals in like goats or sheep and stuff like that where can does you the put magic end? things can i take an arrow and just mm -hmm. put the end between the does that go through between the posts um so the, the 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 it's kind of got like this thick thatch weaving um if you wanted to put an arrow through it you would have to force it through like break part of the fence to get the arrow through it um, oh, i mean it right, looks okay. like it's made of like wicker and reeds it doesn't look particularly strong um the, no, the i was more wondering if there was a magic that came back off if i tried to to do that you, when you approach it you you don't get the sense that there's any magic that would prevent you from climbing over it or breaking it or anything like that it seemed to stop the were ravens they couldn't do anything they couldn't even move close to the fence like they were being stopped like a few inches away okay. from the fence you can kind of reach in and you if even if you don't touch it you can get your hand closer than the were ravens can and you can see adrian and stefania the two that have kind of come with you they they're agitated they're just like oh we need to what can we do <laughs> Uh, they like they're, and like the children are like looking at them with like eyes wide you can see they've been gagged um like th by the mouth their hands are tied behind to this wooden this this wooden post but they're like eh, eh. um can i try and put like get near to the the the, fence, the post and try see and here's the interesting thing technically your type isn't shape changer you have lycanthropy i'm gonna say kim this is gonna be a bit kind of a, an ad hoc thing i'm gonna say you can't because you are still a lycanthrope you are still a shape changer mm -hmm. but it's just in D, D terms you don't have that because you're a player character but i'm gonna say that for all intents and purposes you are basically a werewolf so you yeah you yeah. you're like ah, it's like pushing against steel you're like ah, and you can't even push against it am i also a shape changer no no you are not no, nor I'm are you afraid. undead yeah, you are. There is enough sentient life in the Maya that both of you are considered humanoid creatures. Um, you are I'm not a shape druid, changers. though. Yeah, but you're not a, a lycanthrope is a, a, and a shape changer is a different thing to being able to change form. Yeah, you're a magically wizard, able to change. Yeah, your a form. wizard can turn themselves into things. That isn't the same thing as being a shape changer. Shape changer is a creature that naturally can shift its form without magic. We curse. Yeah, they if cursed, they basically. cannot enter, then we'll have to go alone. We can break the fence or climb it. Uh, does it look climbable, or is it quite? Um, it's tall. It's like ten foot high. I mean, you could try. Spiky yeah. top. Um, yeah, you'd probably have to like wedge some weapons or something into like create handholds or something like that. You know, otherwise it's like trying to grip, just you know, almost not sheer but like really thin you know, thatched wicker that's been woven together. Um, there's not really a grip. You'd let's, have to, like, break part of it to get handholds. Let us climb the fence. Follow me. And I will uh, have the 
red vines encircle me and completely mm-hmm. cocoon me and then eight vine-like legs sprout out from this thing and I'm going to wild shape into a spider. Oh, a giant, a giant spider. <laughs> so this fiendish giant spider. Yeah, this fungusy red vine giant spider kind of shifts out from the tiefling's body. <laughs> I miss Alora's nice, nice fluffy wild shapes. None of this. Yeah. None of this vine <laughs> stuff. I like this. I, I'm into so this. As a spider, you don't have to break the fencing to climb a sort of over no, the top of it. That's yeah, what you're I'm saying. Just... Follow me, everyone. It's easy um, to climb. Well, like, how, how are they going to follow you? Because the others can't do that. You can climb over it without breaking it, but the others, if they want to physically think that's climb... I the, right, the... the mire is making a comment. The mire is right. saying, follow the, me. Detached. I think everyone can do this. <laughs> right, yeah. gotcha. He doesn't what realize. What you've got to do is this. See ya. Yeah, gotcha. And I'm going to climb it. Okay. Oh, can can I cast um, writhing tide and uh, and follow him on my little my little nimbus yes. cloud of flies? <laughs> okay, is that so? What's that so do? Like, Just explain that ability. What does that ability do? Uh, so, as a bonus action, you gain a, you gain a flying speed of ten feet and can hover. This effect lasts for one minute or until you're incapacitated. Yeah, so like it takes you a little bit of time, like you hover over and then you land. But yeah, the like, other Maya is like lifted up by all these buzzing flies and insects that just surround them and just lift them off the ground. <laughs> it's like buzzing, droning sound. You wish to save the children, follow us. The children, oh, yeah, the when, <laughs> when the giant spider, the giant spider can't speak. The giant spider can't speak, yeah, remember know. that. I know. Um, the children are freaking out when the spider is like yeah. coming down on them. They're like, mm-hmm. Can um, I try and like, shh, shh, it's okay, friend. Sure, friend, yeah. Give me a persuasion check. Out. Um, Give me a persuasion check to try and calm them down. Um, with the... Ooh, uh, 18, 19, 20, 22. I think that's okay, the highest yeah, no, so I've ever it's okay, it's okay. You're kind of, and they kind of see you, and then they see their parents beside you, and they do kind of calm down, and and they're like, mm-hmm. with the posts and yes. everything like that, is is it all moist and wet? It's yeah, it's it's moist for sure. It's damp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm this gonna is like start... a swamp, like there's just mists and stuff like that. I think yes, we'll start trying to carve uh, into it with his sun sword. Okay. The second that Jesper carved, like attacks the fence with the sun sword, the 50 skulls atop the fence post let out an ear splitting ah! that echoes. We were doing so well! Echoes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me oh, well. a moment as I have to set up an encounter. Well, is there much point, Mark? Look I at mean, the time. It's six minutes oh. to ten, so... Oh. <laughs> Did you do it on purpose? What a great oh, cliffhanger. This is the one thing I haven't researched at all, is like the Babel of Saga stuff. So, well, what a wonderful cliffhanger. So let me explain. So as the skulls oh, screech, you all, there's like a beat. There's like a heartbeat where you all just stop. The screeching dies down and you see all of those scarecrows that were like on those fence posts 
pull themselves free. They land in the ground, and these grinning, kind of hooded uh, burlap masks look up, and they come running towards the, the pen. And a cackling sound is heard from the very middle of Berez. <laughs> now we're fighting an army of scarecrows and a witch. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, what did we say about being impulsive, Jesper? I mean, I mean, I feel like, I feel like I was being way more impulsive. I turned into a spider and climbed a damn thing. Yeah, he skittered up the wall. You didn't attack the biggest weapon of Strad, though. We can't blame me. I mean, you can blame me. I mean, but my decision is no crazier than a spider crawling over. I feel. I thought mine was going to set up a trap. It's, it specifically says if the characters try to, I mean, obviously there's a different thing. I've put the kids in here. This is a thing that I've done. If the if the characters um, basically dismantle or damage part of the fence, the skulls atop the fence post begin howling and screaming and continue for one minute. Uh, I was just like, you know what? Spider climbing, that's not going to be enough. It's not going to dismantle or damage it. You're just like a spider. Uh, Rose almost did it. Yeah, and that's why I said, like, you would have to push the arrow yeah, through the fence. But you didn't. So I was like, yep, okay, no problem. Um, so but it wasn't when, the sun when... sword specifically. It was... <laughs> the sun sword carving into it. That definitely counts as damaging part of the fence. So I was like, yep, no, okay, I mean... here we go. Um, yeah. But enough. Like a butter knife. I, I mean, thought it was the nature. It's of almost the like Baba La Saga put them here specifically to try and set up a little bit of a little, little bit of a bait. Um, <laughs> it worked. It worked. Bloody With that, it that's it. We will see you for the next episode. Maybe the last episode of Curse of Strahd. We don't know. We thought that yeah. last time. We think that every episode. Yeah. 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 I mean, every, every episode. Might be the last episode of Curse of Strahd. Think exactly. about that. Every episode might be the last. Um, amazing, amazing stuff. Is it? Good job. You know. Um, well, I will tell you that you immediately see one, two, three. You see three, but I mean, because this map is quite big, I'll have to probably draw a map or do something. But there's more. There's Maybe more coming. Mm. There, there's definitely shapes out in the mist, and which are fabulous as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So I think we should just run. <laughs> you can certainly try. You can certainly try. Go. <laughs> Time to leave. <laughs> See you later. Bye bye. Kiss kiss. Bye. 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 bye.